This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com, here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, and today I have a very special guest with me. His name is Jacob Badsgard, and he is the CEO and founder of Disruptive Advertising. And I was fortunate enough to read an article that he had um, written in a chronicle and was so inspired by it that I thought I'd reach out to him and see if he would join us on Mortgage Lending Mastery to kind of share some ideas about uh, everything social media, which he has a great twist to, but he's, he has audited over 3,500 companies and has learned that 76% of AdWords and Facebook budgets are completely wasted. Now, we obviously know that because we're in the industry and we, we're saying, you know, we get out there and we get the exposure, but we're not really getting the results that we want to do, uh, that we want to have. So he's going to help us with that today. Um, additionally, Disruptive was recently named in the Inc. 5 in um, named to the Inc. 500 and has grown um, from just Jacob as an individual consultant to over $10 million in annual re um, revenue in just under four years. So what he has to say is going to be extremely powerful, I'm, I'm sure, in, in helping us with our social media attempts. So I'd love to uh, welcome you, Jacob, to the, to the show. We're happy to have you. Great. Thanks for having me, Jen. Okay. So now um, let me kind of get started with what um, what you got you into this particular arena because to me this is still new even though I guess, you know, I mean the internet's been around for a while but it just seems like this explosion that we're seeing recently with Google and Facebook, you know, advertising uh, seems to be growing and growing. So what, what interested you and got you into, so if you could just share a little bit about your experience, your, your past and then how you transitioned into this particular line. Yeah, you bet. I began my career at a company called Omniture that was later bought by Adobe. And they were okay. a company that had developed an analytics solution, uh, kind of the premium version of uh, Google Analytics. Right. And uh, what I did while I was there is I helped Fortune 100 companies implement web analytics so that they could track in detail how their digital marketing campaigns were producing. And you know, going through this exercise and working with some of the largest groups in the country and internationally, I was very surprised that most of them didn't know how to do that. I was the one showing them how to do it. And I thought, well, for sure, if, you know, I'm working with GE, American Express, John Deere, the list goes on. And I'm like, if these guys aren't sure how to do it, you know, the rest of the market isn't going to be able to. And what what I saw in the analytics time and time and time again was how much budgets were going into social media ads as well as ads on Google and Bing. And that the level of targeting that is available and the level of tracking that is available 
you don't have to kind of treat it like a media buy anymore. You can identify exactly what's working and what's not and start pointing the budget at exactly those areas. And so when I saw that no one was doing that, um, we were more of the analytics platform, not the execution on how to fix your marketing campaign. That's where I saw my niche, and that's where I decided to go ahead and start disruptive advertising, using analytics to make smart marketing decisions and, and by using analytics. That's awesome. So this brings up a question for me um, as I'm listening to you. you know, so, so those that are listening in on the podcast might be saying, yeah, you know, I really don't want to spend money on these Facebook ads. I heard about all this. And, you know, the option is, uh, okay, don't spend any money on the Facebook ads and continue to post things out there and then wonder why you're spending all your time posting so many things and not getting any results. Uh, you know, and us and, and the people that are in, on this call or on this uh, podcast, you know, are in the mortgage industry. I can tell you from my personal perspective, um, if I'm posting something out to the big bad net, you know, internet, and uh, I have my content and I, I, you know, spend time working on it and posting it, and then I hit the submit or post button and it goes out there, I'm thinking, yes, it's out there to the big world. Now I should get business. I'm not. It doesn't turn like that. And so what you're talking about is you can waste your time and your energy and you know, your experience on posting these things and not advertising and hope and wish, or you can start redirecting that time and energy into um, targeted marketing. Is, am, I, am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that what I'm seeing in the industry is that oftentimes lending companies are really strongly relying on their existing network. And so oftentimes that's where the majority of their business is coming from. They're not happy with the growth that they're seeing, but the effort that you've just described on social media is just continued outreach to their existing network. Right. Um, there needs to be a strategy to get net new customers and, and tap into and increase that sphere of influence and get new customers at a, at a rate that is acceptable. And so I think you're absolutely right. You can spend a lot of time doing this, but you're not really making the pie any bigger by doing that. You're kind of just, getting in front of the same audience over and over and over again, when the reality is if you want to grow the business, uh, you've, you've got to take it to the next level. Excellent. Okay. That's what I figured. Okay. So one of the issues then that we have, and I, and I know that you're going to be talking about this in a, um, in a few minutes, but one of the issues, uh, oh, and by the way, you, you work with mortgage lenders now, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So you know our world. So this isn't, you know, just sort of out there, you know, for any type of business. You you do work with all kinds of businesses and have worked with mortgage lenders. So that's important. Um, so the conversion ratio. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, how do we go from just um, posting content in Facebook. And I know that you also have an expertise in Google. And, and quite frankly, I don't even know that Google allows you to post content. Maybe you do. So you're going to enlighten us on that. Um, how, what are some ways that we can increase our conversion by paying for advertising, you know, to target and market? Yeah, absolutely. And I, what I would encourage us to think about it this way. Um, there, there's quite a few statistics and I'm going to, I'm going to wing it here. I don't remember exactly what they are, um, but I remember pretty close. Your target audience at any given time, 3% are ready to buy right now. And then you've got about 7% that are open to buying right now if, if everything lined up the way that they needed it to. And then you've got everyone else all the way up to the top of the funnel that may not even know they ever need what you have to offer. 
And so I think the first thing that we need to address is how do we maximize taking advantage of the market for people that are looking to buy right now? And then let's talk a little bit more about, okay, well, what about people that are open to buying or are going to be buying in the near future? When it comes to getting a loan, uh, a lot of people at this point are going to take different actions and be more willing to buy than someone that thinks, okay, I'm looking to, to get a new home in the next one to two years. So what we've seen in this industry, the best way to take advantage of that is on Google, right? If you're looking for uh, a VA loan or if you're looking for uh, a refinance or if you're looking for a variety of things and you hop onto Google to say, you know, a loan provider near me or that is quite honestly the best time to advertise to them if you're looking to get new people that are looking to buy right now. When, you're, when, they're, when they're searching on Google, that's in the moment. They're looking for it. They're looking for a loan provider. And so, I, you know, that's where I would say that's addressing the very bottom of the funnel, people that are looking for that. And then the solution is simple there. They look for a specific keyword. Let's use I'm looking for a VA loan in Salt Lake City, Utah. And we can then have an ad delivered only when people search for that that says Salt Lake's number one VA loan provider and then point them to a landing page that is about why we're a great VA loan provider in Salt Lake. When we take that approach, it's so specific to what they were looking for. We see conversion rates in one out of 10, one out of five, sometimes one out of three are turning into hot leads that are looking to buy right now. So addressing the bottom of the funnel, that's what we're seeing a lot of success with in this market. And it is kind of expensive um, to advertise on Google, but that's why we just want to make sure that we're tracking it so that we can measure what the cost was to get a loan to make sure that it's profitable. Right, right. And now generally, what are you finding in the mortgage space as far as the cost per, per lead or per loan? Are you, are you finding, do you have any idea of where that stands right now? You know, it varies so much by market. And advertising is typically, it's in auction format. Um, on Google and Facebook, basically what everyone else is willing to pay for that click, um, it, it kind of creates a little bit of an auction format. And the more that people are willing to pay, the more everyone's paying to get those clicks on those ads. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the mortgage industry, I see uh, the cost of a click being anywhere from a few bucks to $60, $80 for a single click. Mm -hmm. um, when with, combined with a good conversion rate on those landing pages, where if you're getting high quality clicks back to a very relevant page on your website, you know, we see those conversion rates be anywhere from 10 to 30% of that traffic is actually turning into a good, you know, a good lead. And, you know, depending on the market, that's going to make the cost per lead anywhere from, you know, probably $25, $50 to a couple hundred dollars, 300 per lead. Um, it really depends on the market and the type of loan that you're going after. Okay. So talking about, and I'm kind of visualizing all this, you know, and, and saying, okay, you know, there's a cost associated with the advertising. And I think, you know, there's a cost associated with any advertising that we're doing. And for me, particularly, there's a cost associated with me sitting in front of a computer and trying to do my own. Okay, that costs me a lot more than paying someone to do it. Um, when we talk about advertising, is it, it I know it's a it's an SEO issue, you know, search engine optimization, et cetera, but when it gets to the point that someone has some interest in and we and we go to a landing page that's on someone's website, does the content have anything to do with the conversion? Uh, and what and if so, what type of content are you seeing that is more convertible, so to speak? 
Well, and this is why I've chosen to move in the direction of purely advertising, not mm -hmm. um, SEO or organic rankings or just producing a lot of content, hoping that someone will find it and like it and reach out to me. Okay. With an ad, I can, I can control – when they click on that ad, I control exactly what page they go to. So let me give you a scenario, and you tell me which one you think is more likely to convert. Um, I'm, I'm a consumer. I'm on uh, Google. I look for a VA loan in Salt Lake City, and I click on the ad, and I go to one of two experiences. The first experience says, we're a great loan provider. We do refinances. We do um, jumbo loans. We do commercial loans. We do everything. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the second scenario is they land on a page that says we're Salt Lake's number one VA loan provider. We got it. Us today. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with an ad, because you can control who's seeing that ad, mm -hmm. you can make sure that we deliver the most applicable, relevant, compelling content. Yeah. I think that I think that's great, you know. And as I'm listening to that, you know, and I coach a lot of loan officers, they they have a hard time saying, you know, I don't want to um, pigeonhole myself into three or four different products. This is a great way for you to pigeonhole yourself into products, knowing very well that you do the option number one. If we do jumbo loans and conventional and VA and we do all these things, it's nice that you can at least do one avenue, pigeonhole yourself, you know, from an advertising perspective just to level up that particular product type. So if you have the fear of, of doing less is more, which I'm an advocate of, but if you, you have the fear of doing that, this is a great way for you to do it in certain segments of the market. Would you agree? I do. And this is why I think a lot of people have tried um, advertising on Google in AdWords or tried advertising on Facebook and been unsuccessful. It's because too broad. It's to their homepage and it's too broad and, you know, people get distracted and they move on. Yeah, too much research, too much work. Absolutely. We just want to put them right where they need to be and tell them exactly what they need to do and then give them a reason to do it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. That's, that's really cool. Okay. So uh, what's the difference between Facebook and Google advertising? What is the difference between those two that you see? Yeah. So you'll, you'll recall earlier in our conversation, I discussed, look, 3% of your audience is looking to buy right now. Mm -hmm. Typically, people aren't going on Facebook with the intent to buy something. Right. Uh, they're going on to Facebook for the intent of checking out what their friends are doing um, and then whatever else is they do there. But uh -huh. they're not looking to go. I'm not logging on to Facebook to buy anything. Um, so what we have to keep in mind is that we're addressing and we're pushing a message when they may or may not even be looking to buy. Okay. And so the lowest hanging fruit with Facebook, 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually do retargeting for any traffic that comes to your website, and you can then simply have an ad follow them around when they're on Facebook. Yeah, because and that's you know happened. That they already showed that they're interested. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So let me kind of walk through that. Yeah, too, because so if you've ever been on Facebook, so this happened to me. I was in, um, I went to Mastermind earlier this year, and I was one of the speakers, and I and I had to go sign up anyway as a speaker. As soon as I signed up, every single page that I went to online, uh, whether it was a Facebook page, I mean, it was just kind of everywhere. I had a picture of Tony Robbins and Mastermind Summit, and I'm like, how do they know? How do they know? And then I realized someone told me, oh well, you know, because you bought from them, now they're kind of chasing you. They're Stalking you, so to speak. Yep. Uh, so that's not just confined to Facebook. That's 
outside of Facebook as well, once you advertise in Facebook, because I seem to recall that it was on every website I went to. You know, I went to a website about licensing, and I had a little, you know, thing that pops up. I mean, it happens when I shop as well. But if I went to Victoria's Secret, now every time I go to a different page, I get a little Victoria's Secret, hey, check out our swimsuits. Um, so how does it transfer over into those other mediums from Facebook, or does it? And I just am dreaming that. No, you're, you're absolutely correct, and here's the thing. You've already had to work so hard to get that traffic to your website in the first place, so the last thing you want to do is let it go without a fight, right? You want to yeah. get that lead. You want to get that sale, and so the, you can do this on Facebook. You can do this across the entire Internet. It's just simply it, it places a cookie on their browser. Um, it's, a, it's a very simple exercise to do where – you can choose what types of websites, how frequently you want them to see your ad once they leave. Uh, it's just, you know, a simple retargeting strategy is, is how I'm going to refer to that. And that's how we want to, to make the most of the traffic you're already getting to your site. And it's incredibly inexpensive because you're not paying every time someone sees your ad. You're only paying for it when they click on it. Yeah, okay. And Interesting. The click on a retargeting ad is usually less than a dollar. Wow. On that. So. That's really cool, too. I, I actually like that you don't have to pay for it unless somebody clicks on it. So if it's just annoying them, like it does with me sometimes, you know, and I just, no, 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 no. So, but you never know. They might be in the category of the 7% who are just open to something when it first shines a light on it. And then eventually life changes, you know, and it could happen overnight and, you know, at a two or three day period. And now that's still shining there, but now they're a buy now. So well, and let, let me tell you a funny experience about that real quick. Um, we do, we practice what we preach. One of the ways I've been able to grow my own business is by doing exactly what we're talking about, but specifically for the digital marketing services that we provide. Well, one person took the time to come to our website, fill out the contact us form and say, you are, you are following me around way too much. You're retargeting me way too much. I don't like this at all. And so it was kind of borderline. We were annoying him with our ads that were following him around. Right. Well, a month later, he signed up with us. So, <laughs> you know, you, you, might, you might bug a person or two, but never, you know, it's never going to be anything that's that big of a deal. And quite frankly, I would rather annoy a person or two and grow my business than be worried about, I don't want to annoy anyone and run Do a nothing. business and, and not getting that growth. Yeah. Yeah, and do nothing about it. I mean, so that's that's pretty interesting. Okay, so um, so one of the things that you do is well, before we well, yeah, let me ask you. That. One of the things that you do is that you have a software that audits. It kind of dives in and gives us an audit of everything that we're doing, and, and it provides us in, at the analytics on um, not just the. Not just the advertising piece that, you know, if you were to engage with advertising, but before the advertising to say, let me, let me just show you what all your work is doing for you or not doing for you. Is that correct? And, can, and if so, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't like doing things over and over and over again um, that take a lot of time and effort that don't need to take a lot of time and effort. So over time, as we've now looked at thousands of businesses um, and how they're performing on Google and Facebook, We've just developed a technology that does that for us now. So it will do about 40 hours worth of an expert's time and analysis on how your um, ads are performing. And it will we push a button, it runs the analysis in about 30 seconds. We have a very detailed report on what is and is not working and how we need to fix that. 
So that's something that we actually um, are willing to provide complimentary uh, for people that are interested. We'll run the audit, tell you what's working, what's not. And a lot of people choose to have us help out with that, or a lot of people choose to fix it themselves. Uh, we would just love to help people be successful one way or the other. That's awesome. I love that because you know what? I have this, this saying I use all the time. It's better to know than to wonder. Absolutely. And until you know, and, and another phrase that everybody all knows is it's what I don't know that I don't know to ask, right? And so until you know, you don't know what's you don't know what's going on, you know, with all your work that you're doing every day. So even I was just on a conference call today and um, with Mortgage Coach and uh, for Insane Productivity, and one of the things uh, that was said is, you know, I, I just I spend about an hour in a jam session doing. Uh, working on my social media and now that I'm listening to you I'm like what are you really working on you know how, what kind of benefit are you getting from it do you have any idea other than no but somebody told me I needed to do it so I'm doing it and uh, so I think there's a gap in uh, knowing that you that you should be doing something in social media versus knowing how to do it in social media and so what I'm hearing from you is that your diagnostic um, and analytics audit says what is working and what isn't working now so that we can pigeonhole that into where where should we be focusing our efforts instead of just casting a big net into advertising. Absolutely. Okay. One of the things that people don't realize is you don't have to spend a lot. You don't even have to outspend your competition. You just have to spend smart and you'll get the value that you need. And it's, it's very common for a lot of our clients to the, the, the challenge becomes how do we effectively handle the leads that are coming in before we spend more money, right? Because uh-huh. that, that, that can become a challenge. Yeah, the cart before the horse. It's like now I have all the deals coming in, but now I don't know how to handle them, and so I'm losing them. And so then it, then it becomes, well, I tried that, and it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because you were, instead of finger-pointing at the advertiser, you should have been thumb-pointing at yourself and saying, I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Well, well there, there, there's always a little bit of both. Um, I understand. Yeah. From, yeah. From growing too fast and make sure the numbers align and, and then yeah, make it all work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So now the question I wanted to ask you was that I, I was debating, do I do this one first or that one? So from your perspective, um, I hear a lot and I don't have a lot of knowledge around this, but I hear a lot about a, di- a different, um, and I'll use Hootsuite as the only one that I know of. Okay. There could be others. Where the content, just to save time, the content that you put on one of the social media websites is then filtered out through the rest of them. And I knew, I know about Hootsuite. I have it on my iPhone, but I've never done anything with it because I don't really understand it. So is there a better aggregator? Is that the best aggregator? Are there other ways that we need to be aware of um, that are out there for us to be able to do sort of one and done instead of doing this one and that one and then in waking up in the middle of the night and going, oh, I forgot Instagram. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. The, the, the two most common ones for sure are Buffer and Hootsuite. Buffer? That, uh, yep. I've never even heard of that one. Okay. Okay. And, and do you – do you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Those are the two. Okay. So, and do you use those? Is that something that you guys use in your advertising? So, when you're getting ready to do something, um, are you are you sort of pitching it out to all of those sources and utilizing those sources as a means of assisting um, with the advertising? Yeah, are you so even uh, believe in them? Well, so this is less on the advertising uh, realm, and this is more on the uh, sharing appropriate content via your social media channels. Now. 
you, of course, you can promote posts. You can put some advertising dollars behind those. But generally speaking, what I'm doing or my, my marketing team is doing is they'll go in and schedule out, hey, here's, here are the things that we want to promote to our audience. And rather than going and doing it manually each time, they build out the calendar a month in advance. And then they hit play and things run when they're supposed to and get shared when they're supposed to. So, you know, that, that, that's a great use for those tools to make sure that the message gets sent out across different platforms and that you don't have to remember at Wednesday at 3 o'clock to share this thing. It's just already there, scheduled, and ready to go. Right. And that's how I want it. Set it and forget it. Just be done with yeah. it. Do it once, set it there, and just know it's working. So, so that then becomes the... Uh, the catalyst for uh, launching the content, and then behind that is now that the content's out there, um, let's let's start uh, targeting, focusing, doing a target focus, assuming that the content is not generic in nature. Yeah, you know, again, with, with Hootsuite and Buffer, this is typically more things that I'm sharing. Maybe inspirational thoughts, industry quotes, okay. wins, case studies, those sort of things. If I'm writing a, a really great piece of content around uh, the, the 10 reasons right now is a great time to refinance your house, I'm probably actually not running it through one of those platforms. I'm probably actually publishing that on my blog, and then I'm taking the time to promote that with ads on, on social media and, and really kind of giving that some focus. And then I'm okay. doing my more day-to-day -day shares and and what I'm putting out there to my audience with more of a Hootsuite or a Buffer solution. Okay, I'm following you. Yeah, so you sort of do you do what you're already doing now, you know, from a more loosey-goosey standpoint, but then when there's, you know, doing the target, and again, I say loosey-goosey because I don't know if everybody's listening, if they, you know, have a, a very elaborate system. I don't. I have um, I have an assistant who, who does a lot of my social media liking and commenting and posting and things like that, and of course, I go in and do it as well, and you hope it's making a an impact. So all of that's happening. But what you're saying is then take this other piece of the pie and say, keep doing what you're doing on the social media. That's great. But now let's redirect um, some of the efforts that you're doing into very targeted responses so that it does convert for you. So who cares if the loosey goosey doesn't convert because you've got this other side that's working really hard for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's why you would use a tool like a buffer or a Hootsuite so that you're not spending a lot of time on that. The, the yeah. reason why I use those tools is to stay top of mind, mm -hmm. and then with my ads and my, you know, really good content, I am really make, pushing that initiative forward. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And I think, you know, so if you're listening to this and you heard that, I, I think this is really, really, really important. You doing your own posting and touching and touching base and doing comments and, and likes is keeping yourself top of mind. That's the reason why there's not a lot of conversion. It is not a sales position, even though we think it is. It's really not. That's where we need to have something else on top of that, you know, to, to really make a difference. And, and honestly, I mean, this is, it's so funny to talk about this because um, I'll be 54 in a couple of months. And, uh, you know, I keep in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is here. It's here to stay. <laughs> right? <laughs> we already know that. <laughs> But I think I have to keep convincing myself that, you know, the Internet's here. It's here to stay. And, you know, it'll continue to progress. And every day that we're not engaging in some of these new tools that are available to us just puts us further and further and further behind, in my opinion. Absolutely. You've got to engage with your potential customers the way 
that they're interacting out there. And so this is this is the way you've got to do it. It's all moving that direction. Well, it's already moved that direction. <laughs> yeah, I see you're with me. <laughs> you're still there with me. Okay, so what would you like to leave us with today, you know, for listening in on this and we're saying, you know, we're, we're you know, kind of wavering here on, on our social media. We're not getting any real results. We keep posting and keep doing things, but we're not seeing a conversion ratio. Obviously, you're saying, you know, consider advertising, but what would you like to leave us with, that, you know, a little golden nugget of something that we should be doing um, and then obviously tell us about your product. Yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, I think the best thing to do is to simply make sure that whatever it is you are doing, it's worth the time and effort to make sure that it's tracked correctly. Because if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. And, and, and so I would spend my time doing on things that I can measure and improve. Anything that I'm doing from a marketing, advertising standpoint. And yes, you might lose out on some market opportunity, but you know what, you're gonna pick up a lot more in the areas where you can demonstrate, measure, and show that it's working and invest your time there. So, you know, that, that's, I would certainly encourage that. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so briefly tell us what you have for us as, um, as uh, Mortgage Lending Mastery listeners. I know you've got a nice little surprise for us. You bet. So, um, at Disruptive Advertising, We've got a great software solution and a team of marketers that helps companies advertise on Google and Facebook profitably. And so what we do is typically we're going to be a, a great fit for companies that are already spending at least $5,000 a month. We've worked with some in the industry spending several hundreds of thousand dollars a month in this type of advertising. And what we are always glad to do is we want to make sure that um, whether you work with us or not, that you've got a great direction and strategy for moving forward. And so as I mentioned, we have developed a technology that allows us to do a free audit. If you've ever run Google AdWords before or if you've ever run Facebook ads before, um, our audit can scan that very quickly, come back and tell us exactly what's working and what's not. And then we can review that together and you can go do it on your own or you can engage my team and software to get that support for your company moving forward. So um, to do that, you can just go to disruptiveadvertising.com uh, you can call the phone number or fill out the contact us form, and we will be glad to provide that for you. Okay. Awesome. Great. So there's nothing they need to do um, separate from just contacting you, and then when they get on the phone with someone, they say, hey, you guys, you know, I heard you on this. Okay. That sounds wonderful. Okay. Any last thoughts before we uh, finish this episode of our podcast? You know, I think the final thoughts are, like I mentioned, we've, we've seen that on average 76% of budgets are completely wasted. Just don't, don't fall into that category. You don't need to. You don't have to spend a lot of money to be successful in this industry. Um, you can measure it. You can figure out what it makes sense on a cost per loan uh, to pay in advertising. And usually uh, this can be a great catalyst for growth. So I, I would highly recommend awesome. it. Awesome. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Jake. I really appreciate your time today and for sharing. I, I know, I, you know, every time I do a podcast, I learn. I absolutely love it. It's always just, you know, worth having that, that little extra. And I'm definitely going to be contacting you because I need to know what I, I do a few little ads, but I don't know what I'm doing when I do them. So I'm sure that they're not making the impact that they should. Um, so I'll be in contact with you too. I'd love to have the analytics ran and then we'll talk about, you know, maybe an enterprise type of thing with our company. So thank you again for your time today. Um, really, really appreciate you helping us out. Absolutely. My pleasure.
Okay, everybody, so uh, thanks again for listening, and if you're a new listener, thank you, and please be sure to start from the very beginning and go back two years, see if you can catch up with us, um, and I hope that you're really enjoying Mortgage Lending Mastery, and I'll catch you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.